Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy Wide and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education, information, and entertainment. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. You know, and uh, well, we're just getting through our cold snap here in Austin, Texas. And, you know, I am definitely, I always tell my friends I am Canadian, or I mean, I am Caribbean, not Canadian, that I like the warm weather. I'm with you. Oh, uh, Only I, I like the I cold kinda, weather. That's that's hunting season. I kind of like the cold, man. Ah, I'm not hunting, then I, don't I want it to be hot. No, I am, I am totally out on this cold. It's just, just looking at it makes me cold. Too. Uh, you can, it's cold you, and wet, You though. can fix being cold. You can't yeah. fix being hot. No. Yeah, no, no. You can wear a lot of clothes. You no. can take all your clothes off, and it's still hot outside. Yeah, you jump in the water. Absolutely <laughs> not true. Absolutely not true. Yeah, yeah. Martin Springs get, will solve that. You can walk under a tree and feel just <laughs> fine, but you can't walk under a tree when it's cold. You know. So speaking of cold, that brings us right into our first topic: the Dallas Cowboys. Oh wow, you know, that's about as cold as it gets, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, a lot of money's been spent on that team, and for them not to produce, uh, I think that's a little disappointing to everybody. You know, the game's on the line. It's twenty-eight, twenty-one. You've got the ball inside the fifteen, mm-hmm. and you kick a field goal. With, with, I don't know, seven minutes left? Yeah. Kick a field goal. You know, you hadn't been down there in a while. Right. Um, and you kick a field goal. And, you know, but what put them up 28-21, it was fourth down. Minnesota went for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Right. And they scored a touchdown. Well, and right. I think at that moment, that was probably, that was probably the best call. But because they had, Minnesota hadn't scored all the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys were able to hold them. They were, maybe they felt confident in the defense. I don't know. Yeah. Me personally, I would have probably gone for it. Depending on, I didn't see the fourth down. I didn't see how, what the yardage to go was. But if you're inside the 15 yeah. and it's that late in the game. Yeah. And then when it, it mattered, and then when it mattered that, you know, they went to Zeke two runs and then tried to throw to him, you know, and, and, and they've been, they've been stopping Zeke all day. No, he didn't day. do anything. Long. Why do they think that was going to work? I, I, All day long. I, you know, I hate to say it, but that that one falls on coaching to me. Mm-hmm. That big time. Falls on oh, that big you know? time. Um, anyway, I say that on both sides because Minnesota was being stopped. They couldn't really run the ball. Um, they were running the ball just well enough, but they weren't really running the ball. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Dalvin Cook had hundred yards. They switched. I agree. Uh, it, was, they, it was anybody's they, game, and it they fell switched, on the side. And yep. then they switched how they were running the ball. They they changed their blocking scheme on the edge. Yep. They went from kicking in to kicking out. Cook cut inside, and the next thing you know, it was run right, run left, run right, run left, mm-hmm. run right, left, touchdown. Yep. You I mean, know? that's where he got the majority of those yeah, ninety-seven was, yards right there in the fourth yeah. quarter. And uh, you know, but that was a coaching, you know, and. And, and so I, 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 I'm afraid, you know, as much as I love being a fan of the Cowboys, I'm afraid that until Mr. Jones passes away, 
and his kid <laughs> takes over. And his kid takes over. I think this is just what we're going to get. Right, I mean, I, I just don't see it changing. Well, and because he, he stays in management, right? Yeah, right. I mean, he and, just, and, you know. It, it, he's made, he makes tough fires, but he doesn't, but he, he fires the wrong people. <laughs> you know, but I don't Jimmy think Johnson fires, but won't fire uh, uh, Garrett. Yeah, Jimmy I mean, Johnson he, wins Super Bowls, fires him. Yeah, um, exactly. Right, right, right after he wins two Super Bowls, fires him because they have an attitude <laughs> problem, but won't fire Garrett because he, uh, yeah. but anyway. You know, and so well, I, it's I the, think. It's the clap. It's the that clap. keeps him around. It's the clap. He the red has a clapper. Clap. It's a good clap. clap. He's, he's very <laughs> motivating with that clap. Yes. You know, and you got to think when they lost uh, the other day and we thought he lost the team, he wasn't really clapping that much, but he was sure clapping last yeah, week. Right. We'd like to introduce Kyle Nunley with Nunley Inspections, who is our yeah. special guest today. And uh, he's going to be here teaching us a little bit about homes and things like that. But right now, Kyle, what do you think about the Cowboys? Hey, man, I, I would have loved to have chimed in while y'all were doing your chat, but I, I would have just been lying and making stuff <laughs> up, you know. I, I did watch the first uh, three quarters. I was just hanging out with buddies, but uh, yeah, it's not my forte. Are you more of a college ball to, guy? I have to admit. Are you a college ball guy? Well, it's the same thing. I, I'm. It's I ha- do it too. I watch Baylor hanging out uh-huh. with my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you've enjoyed watching if you Baylor want to talk, this year. Baylor's yeah, doing good. You want to good. talk fishing and offshore? Oh, oh, no, no, see, no, that's no, that's my I can talk with you all day, but I'm not going to pretend. You know. Well, so Baylor's been doing good. Baylor's undefeated. Yeah, nine and zero, and they got a they got a big test this week. Yeah, yeah so I have yeah. fun hanging with my brother. Just bleeds, you know, yellow and green. So yeah. all right, yeah. all right. Well, yeah. it's a good year it's, for him. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. You know, game days at Baylor, so that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see because you know Oklahoma, they're already not very classy when it comes to fan base as right, it is, right. and so now yeah. they get kind of a chance to be classless on mm-hmm. ESPN. So. I'm interested to see how it goes. Oh, yeah. What are you thinking? I'm thinking uh, horrific signs. Um, I'm just thinking those the bad. In reference to the in, past of Baylor. In reference um, to the, oh, the okay, Art yeah. Riles era and oh, all that wow. sort of stuff. So we'll see. You know, I mean, we talked about mm. this a little bit. You know, you think they're going to go there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma doesn't yeah. care. Oh, they're, yeah. They'll do anything. Really? I mean, they've, yeah. they made special needs jokes about Sam Ellinger. Oh, wow. Like, I, they, it's just, there's those, no class those are, there. those are individuals. Though. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's not, a group it's not the entire fan And that's not the entire just, state either way. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy's definitely making faces. I'm like, faces uh, that are all that way. Yeah, there <laughs> have you ever been to a Texas OU game? I just don't want to hurt well, the Oklahoma people answer, out there. Taylor's answer to that is to win. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. I am looking forward to this game. I really am because Baylor has done exactly the minimum amount it's needed to win every single game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it, they found a way right. to win every game. This, right. just, they just found a way. Including this last game. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, it last was, minute. I mean, it was nine to nine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I they've mean, been putting up some strange performances, yeah, low scoring yeah. Big 12 performances, yeah. which and, is just weird. And yeah, like I said, they just found a way. So this looks like a game. It's like, I want to see if they can find a way. And you know, Matt Rule has really turned this program around. He went from having a one and 11 season just two years ago. Now he's undefeated. That's yeah. crazy. Like, that, that's impressive. That's yeah. hard to do. That's coaching, yeah. huh? It is. No, it is it's coaching. 100% that's coaching. coaching yeah. Maybe the Cowboys are calling them. Yeah. 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 No, no lie. <laughs> they need to. Yeah, they're fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. They are. Yeah. You know, and, you know, they Brewer, he's from here in Austin. Good kid. Good family. You know, there, there's nothing. Brother of Texas Longhorn tight end, yes. Cade Brewer. Cade Brewer. But there's nothing about this Baylor team that, that, that the average fan would want to root against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. Yeah, you know, right. I agree. I mean, there's they're 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 
classy, they're hardworking, they're, you know, good things. You know, every team that's out there, mm-hmm. they've all got somebody that you just don't want to root against. I mean, that's CeeDee Lamb from Oklahoma. I mean, oh my God, when is he going to end up in prison? So, so okay. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying that because of Oklahoma. He, he, he takes every Oklahoma player who's going to end up in prison. Because I'm not from Oklahoma. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so Baylor beats Oklahoma. Um, they're obviously going to the Big 12 championship. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's a guarantee yeah. it's, at that point. It's a guarantee at that point. Right. But then they win the Big 12 championship. If Oof. they do. Oof. So then now I we're know. getting into the, into the, the fun part. So if Baylor wins out. Um, now, you know, but other things happen. So what happens to LSU? What happens to Georgia? Let's say Baylor and LSU win out. Minnesota loses. Minnesota. Minnesota Min- loses to Ohio State. The way everything else has fallen, I think Baylor has to be in there. Right. Well, they won you know? their they won their conference. They're undefeated, and it's they would have 12. wins over highly ranked opponents twice. They'd twice. have to beat Oklahoma twice. Yeah, they'd have to beat them twice. So it's just a hard thing to do because Oklahoma's in the Big Twelve championship at that point as well. Yes. I- unless their season just falls apart. Yes. And Texas wins out. Yes. I- I- there's a lot of pieces that have to fall into place for specific things to go yeah. on in Big Twelve and, championship. Yeah, and you know, like I said, Georgia has to lose at that point. Because if Georgia went to the SEC championship, then all bets are off. I, I mean, think, it's going to be crazy. But Georgia didn't point. have that hard of a. Well, I'm a fully convinced Georgia finds beat, a way they to lose. Beat, yeah, they got to beat LSU. Oh, that's not, they, they got to beat A and M as well. I mean, it is. Sorry, I'm not an Aggie fan, but I mean, it's still you never count them out. Exactly, you never count the Aggies out. Yes. Right, uh, unless they're playing. You better stop it. I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. Right. You know, um, I've had a lot of fun talking, uh, you know, sports and everything, especially now. Because like I said, we've talked about this la- uh, in a while. I love this time of year because everything is a what if when it right. comes to college football. What if Worms had machine guns? That's right. And hey, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. And of course, our special guest, Kyle Nunley uh, with Nunley Inspections. And uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes to discuss real estate. And if you have any questions about anything you've heard today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or 855-299-HOME. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education, entertainment, and information. If you have any questions about anything that 
uh, you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment is all about the Austin real estate. Um, you know, this is about what's going on in the greater Austin area. The numbers, um, they just keep going up, Wyatt. I mean, they just keep going up. It's amazing. Every month, you know, our median house price goes up our average house price goes up the number of homes under contract sold it goes up um it, it it's 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 unprecedented i think at this point because we've been out of the recession technically according to government standards for over 10 years sure. now and so you're supposed to have a recession every 7 to 9 years and i just got a new report from a ut you know economist and he says that there is no recession in sight so whatever you're doing, keep doing it and just do it more of it. Well, we have plenty of land to build on. We have uh, large companies coming here and offering more jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, big companies are yeah. moving here. I mean, we're entertaining things like they're, Amazon. They're cleaning, they're cleaning up the uh, the camps. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're cleaning a lot of that up. They've moved them into some old. Which is great. Yes, so, I, I know, think they're doing a good job with it. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's an exciting time. You know, and one of the big things that, you know, people don't realize how much money is generated in the in Austin as far as for purchasing single family residents. Right. And it, it's a big thing. It opens, I mean, they build stores to repair them, Home Depot and Lowe's. Those were created nothing up, but they were created for home buyers. Sure. You know, and so the, it's a great area. It's a great thing. But during, you know, we've talked about a lot of things during the process, you know, the appraisals and, you know, stuff like that. One of the things we haven't talked about, it, which is the reason why Kyle is here today, is we haven't talked about the home inspection. You it's know, important. It is. It's a very important process. You know, we actually have documents that we say, hey, you should get one of these. We don't require them uh, for a mortgage, but we do tell them. For, it has a quote, for your protection, get a home inspection. I well, mean, it's become such uh, the norm that, that people think they're required. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, and yeah. so, yeah, and that's one of the things. So tell us a little bit about, tell us kind of the, 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 the idea, the, the basics of a home inspection. Why does someone need to get a home inspection? Well, the, my purpose, the, you know, the, the home inspector, you know, we're, we're licensed uh, just like Texas real estate um, agents. We're licensed through the Texas real estate commission. And, um, but our purpose is to help protect the interests of the consumer. Mm -hmm. And the consumer is either Period. the seller or the buyer. Oh, correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. You know, 98% of the time it's the buyer, but it's a um, equally uh, beneficial service for somebody who's preparing to sell their house. And why would a seller uh, approach you and get to, to do you? Do I? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's uh, kind of makes sense to know uh, the condition of what you're selling. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a big transaction. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes more often than not, it's a transaction that people only do a few times in their lifetime. So, and, and to be educated, for, yeah. to be prepared for yeah. what's coming down the pipe. Repair instead life. of yeah. exactly. Right. And so instead of being surprised in the twelfth hour, mm -hmm. um, twelve hours before it's supposed to close, and then you get a minute, you know, contract with yeah. elevated repair cost. Um, and those are things you could have been prepared for. And so, if somebody wanted to get a hold um, of you, how would they get a hold of you? Five one two four one five. Five four seven four. Nunnally inspections. Nunnally inspections. Okay. Yep. And so um, now the other process. Most of the time, you said ninety five percent of the time, it comes from the buyer side, real Correct. estate agent, right? Correct. Um, what does the the actual seller need to do to prepare for you to come over? Well, I mean, a lot of things that we run into is just making sure that, uh, well, in this case, the seller, but just making sure that all the utilities are on. Making sure, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, make sure they're working. We with that. Don't explain <laughs> that. Hey, I gotta go plug this in the garage. Well, right? we deal yeah, with right. that a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and a lot of, you know, obviously those are vacant homes. Making sure that the 
you know, that that the sense. listing agents have, you know, the, that all the services, the utilities are on. And as far as uh, for sellers, just making sure that, you know, everything's accessible. Um, you know, that there's not a lot of storage, you know, covering up the water heater closet in the, in the garage, making sure that the attic is accessible. Um, there's not a lot that you have to do. Um, but, you know, those things, making sure that, you know, the appliances that you don't spend, you know, homeowners don't spend a lot of time looking mm -hmm. at water heater, air conditionings, you know, furnaces, making sure that those things are accessible. Just make sure it's going. Yeah. We so were chit-chatting yeah. earlier, and, and so I always had this question. Why why they usually um, have the uh, the homeowner leave while the inspection happens? Is that a necessity, or is that what it what, what? It's not. Tell us a little bit about that. It's courtesy. Courtesy, okay. It's a courtesy. I mean, it's, uh, it's not required. Um, and honestly, I mean, I've been doing this a long time, and, and uh, it doesn't bother me if the seller's there or not. The purpose is that when the buyer's coming into the home, you know, they're looking to buy, but nobody buys a used house. People right. buy used cars, but not used houses. Right. It's always a new house. Right. Mm -hmm. And, sure. you know, and it's an emotional experience for most sure. people. They want to be able to walk through the house. They want to be able to go into the bathroom. They want to be able to walk into their closet. And when the homeowner's there, you know, it, it, stops can, be, that process. it can be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. and, and It's hard to imagine potential, it as your own home. Exactly. And also, and the, they, and they the, might want to say something that could be misconstrued as negative. Hinder, yeah. And so they want to ask that negative question, but with the owner right. there, they can't. It can yeah. hinder, right. you know, just their ability to speak freely. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's really just a courtesy. Courtesy. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious about yeah. that. So actually, it's beneficial for the seller to not be there. It, it, it's it just helps the process go by their smoother. Best interest. Yeah. It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So now it's common practice. Yeah. It is. So um, that being said. Um, oh, I, you know, and it's funny, uh, looking at these reports once they're done, they're terrifying to yeah. the person that doesn't understand them. I mean, because you guys, you look through everything and yes. you, you, you notice things and you notice things that are yeah. out of uh, perfection, but they're not that big a deal, you know? Correct. But, I mean, and you put them on these reports and like somebody that doesn't know, they read this, they see that first of all, it's like 60 pages, you know? So yeah. now they're like, oh my God, it's 60 right. pages, you know? Um, Asbestos. Yes, yeah. Asbestos. <laughs> you know? right. and, and stuff like that. But there's a lot of things that you put on them like shrubs. You put shrubs on there, you know, it could affect the foundation because they drink a lot of water and it affects your foundation. But that's not something that needs to be repaired. What are the biggest... Um, things that you have to annotate, but don't really need to be repaired. Well, I mean, I'm just going to back up a little bit because the point that you made was is a really important, valuable one. And that is that it's really easy for an inspection report to be taken out of context. And so, you know, although the, you know, it's not mandatory that the client is actually, you know, present during the inspection, it is certainly beneficial mm -hmm. because an inspection report standing on its own is really incomplete without an explanation from me mm -hmm. or whomever is, is doing your inspection to be able to put things into context. Okay. Because there's a lot of things in the inspection report that may be required. You know, we, we actually, you know, have a standards of practice that, mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, regulates what we're required or not required to do. There's, there's no ceiling there, mm -hmm. but um, just because something's in the report doesn't necessarily mean it's broken or needs to be fixed. And so being able to, um, you know, go over those things and put things into context for the buyer, because it will, uh, a lot of times, somebody who's inexperienced, mm -hmm. who hasn't done five or six. On the real estate side, you're saying? Yeah, okay. Well, and just in purchasing houses. Purchase, yeah, right? yeah. Both sides. Both sides. You know okay. what I mean? And um, most of the time, 
people have maybe seen one inspection report before. Right. Maybe. Right. And, um, and so being able to, to talk to my client and put things into context because just the inspection report, it freaks people out. Mm-hmm. So are that's you always right. available to do that with your clients? Always. And again, that's, I mean, that's absolutely. How do they get a hold of you again? 512-415-5474. I like that voice, man. Yeah, it's, too. Like, it's like, like, like that a radio, radio voice, voice, man. Look at that. <laughs> 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 There's a switch. Well, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> you don't realize it, but I'm actually yeah. programming you. Too. Yeah, yes, I like yes, it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. But I, that's real important is, is um, you know, being able to talk to the inspector and put, the, and put those things into context. Because somebody who doesn't have an ex- experience, it's so easy to take it out of context. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it, you know, understandable. And I mean, the bottom line is people just want to feel comfortable about sure. what they're buying. Mm. And the bottom line, and, and buying a house is an emotional experience. And so what I bring is experience, objectivity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know, so, absolutely. And, and so, and, and, and so it's true though. I mean, when you get that report in, there are, you, you do have, it says needed, suggested, you have different, um, um, filing systems for it. So they can kind of understand that as well. There's right? levels to it. There's levels to it. Right. Well, no, not exactly. I mean, it, it, it basically, the, the little check boxes say inspected, not inspected, not present, or deficient. Deficient. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. And it's and the deficient is what they should be looking at when they look on the report for right. things that need work. Yes. And it'll be self-evident. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's You have a hole in your roof, you need to repair it. Yeah, <laughs> it's deficient. <laughs> right. Your roof <laughs> is deficient. <laughs> we, well, the house I inspected yesterday had... Three holes in the roof. Oh wow! Um, and you need to, and, and when you say holes, they're small, but those become bigger and become bigger problems. Well, no, there was actually missing missing flashing around plumbing vents. Oh wow! So it was big. So there's hole. water coming. So if in. you can see the moon yeah. at night when you're laying in bed, you should get your roof repaired. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I always wanted a skylight, honey. <laughs> so what are some of the other things that you've seen uh, that that are that are crazy? I'm sure you've seen a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah, let's hear, mean, let's hear the craziest story you've heard. I want to hear this. Well, I don't know about the craziest. I mean, y'all caught me off guard. I don't know about the craziest. But I have. I mean, I've inspected from 12,000 square foot houses to Section 8 housing. So Okay. So you've seen everything. Man, everything in between everything. and, um, you know, commercial properties as well. But so you do everything from foundation to roof. We do. We we do foundation to the to the ridge. That's it. And the appliances, and doors, the- windows, water heaters, um, HVAC, all the electrical panels. And if somebody wants their pool inspected, obviously that's not on the the, the original thing. You can inspect that as well. We do inspect pools. And um, termites. We, we do we do pool inspections. We do termite inspections. We do septic inspections. And those are all separate. Those are all additional items to your standard inspection report. Okay. Not every home inspector is going to provide those services. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, can. We do. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. And so how do they get a hold of you again? Part of it. 512-415-5474. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and it's something you're talking about, you know, because I'm planning on putting my house on the market and I'm going to need it. I want to get an inspection done ahead of time for that reason right there. Because being in the business, I know that that inspection report can really scare, concern, change the whole dynamics of a sale sure. just because yeah. of a couple things. You know, and it, they could be things that I could repair, never on the report. I'm going to have to fix them anyway. Yeah. It takes that concern away because as a buyer, you're like, well, if this is broken, what else could be broken? Right. Anyway. Well, and as far as, um, you know, it is, Troy, it's money well spent. As far as mm-hmm. return on investment, absolutely, getting a home inspection, 
is going to save you. Oh yeah, thousands. Many times yep. the cost of the inspection. Yep. Just being prepared for what's coming. Yep. And you've been and, listening um, to the home team with Troy White and Colton. If you have any questions, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com, and we'll be back in just a minute. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Feel the pulse of breaking news with Push Alerts, only on the Radio.com app. Favorite Talk 1370 today. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, White, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education, information, and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment, this segment, that's a tough one to say, is about money. And, you know, one of the things right now, we were talking about how you can save money, is that, you know, people are looking for homes during the summer, and they're they're having to compete against other people during the summer. Well, during the winter, not as many people look for homes. Well, we still have a hundred and so coming in. 107 coming in every day, but not as many people that are out there, you know, school, Christmas, you know, all that sort of stuff starts happening and not as many people are looking for homes. And so, the winter becomes a, a slowdown period in the mortgage industry as far as resales. You know, there's just not many. Do you do, you know, Kyle, do you do as many inspections in January and February as you do in July or August? Of course not. Yeah, and it's, yeah. A, it's a natural slowdown. And what happens is that people, and I don't think, I think a lot of people miss the boat. I think they're like, hey, I'm going to wait until May when, you know, little Johnny's, you know, out of school and then we'll move during, you know, when little Johnny's out of school, we'll move during the summer. Well, the problem is, is that there's 400 other people doing the exact same thing and looking in the exact same neighborhood you're looking in and you're going to have to compete against them. And and during the summer, we have what we call multiple offers. I I, I think little John is out of. High school. He's, he's like a rapping career now. He does have a yeah. rapping. But we just <laughs> aged ourselves because I said Little Johnny. You did. Little Johnny's he, he a went, joke. Yeah, right and he went Little John, John, the rapper. So we just totally, uh, totally separated ages right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, yeah, absolutely. Funny. And, um, but you know, you know, so if you're, if you're thinking about buying a house this summer, if you're going to buy a house this summer, you, if you want to save thousands of dollars, do it in the next 60 to 90 days. You know, do, go out and look at the house that's on the market during Christmas. You know why? Because if somebody's trying to sell their house during Christmas, they need to sell it. Now, are interest rates still good? Interest rates have, they're going all over the place. <laughs> I'm but, glad. But, but they're, they're still good. Well, you, you, 
They're not as good as they were, maybe? I don't, I don't understand know. how anybody could think an interest rate on a home in the fours is high. But some people feel that way. Um, but no, rates are actually... So here's what, you know, kind of uh, on that money. Rates went up uh, two weeks ago. We talked about it a little bit. Well, now they're going back down. Um, inflation is low. Rates are coming back down. So yes, Ooh. we're about to have rates in the threes again. So again, buying a house now is better than waiting because we don't know what the rates are going to do in May, June, July. But we know that we're looking at somewhere in the threes and fours right now in December. That's great. And that's great. You know, and you know, there's, you know, you got to think it's, you know, it comes to the whole economics of supply and demand. Same thing happens with mortgage rates during the summer. You know, when a lot of people are purchasing and buying and everything else, there's a lot more demand. Well, some some banks have to raise their rates just to slow it down. You know, and so you could again save money during the winter. It's a it's a better time to buy between that Christmas time and February than it is during the summer for that reason right there. So you have you have a lot of new homes out there um, that are being built, but also resells. Is that is a good time? And you know, people are selling during Christmas. I mean, inventory's yeah. there. And like I said, there is uh. there's three hundred more homes on the market this month than last year this time. Oh wow! So there's more homes. So there's again there's 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 more availability. Our inventory has gone from one point nine to two point six months. You have so more our, choices. You have more, more choices, choices. Less competition. Less competi- yeah, interest it's, rates it's, are good. It's a huge difference, and we. Uh, after Thanksgiving, we'll get a we'll get a big push, mm-hmm. you know, within a couple of weeks of Christmas. It'll it'll get busy. Really? Oh, yeah. People yeah. buying houses for Christmas yeah. presents. Oh, Christmas hey, presents. Am I on your yeah. list? Yeah. yeah. Am I on your list? I don't know if they're Why? presents. Right, you, know. Come on, you know you are. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're buying houses for Christmas presents, but again, you know, it's you know, people are already thinking about it, and they have been conditioned to think that they should wait until school because, but you know. Guys, I've I've had a brood of kids, okay, and uh, moving your he has child, like ten, yeah, he's got a litter. Too. I've got, got a litter, litter. He's got a uh, whole brood of yeah, children, right. and moving yeah. your child in March when they're, you know, five to twelve years old is no different than moving them during the summer. You know, it's just not. Are you talking about school? Yeah, it's just me. It's no different if you're moving them because, you know, it's actually even a little bit better, in my opinion, because you put them into that school. They can kind of make a little friends during the summer because if you move them in the first month of the summer, they've got nothing to do that whole summer but bug you. Right. Because they're new friends. Yeah, yeah they got right. no friends in the right. new neighborhoods and right. stuff like that. that. You've moved them. You know, and so people, that's why people, oh, I don't want to move them during the school year. I've got a bunch of kids and I've moved them all over all different times of the year. And it didn't bother them to move during the school year. And I actually, when you look at it, I think it actually helped them. Yeah, so, no, you know, you're, you're right, Troy. And I mean, uh, I mean, if the rates are good, yeah. uh, during the summertime, it's it's mayhem. Mm-hmm. Option periods get shorter. Mm-hmm. Everything gets shorter. Everybody is just scrambling. Mm-hmm. So everybody has um, more time. Inspections, are, appraisals, everybody has more time to help you people out People are well. trying to outbid each other. Mm-hmm. Um, prices go up. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens is prices go up during the summer and yep. then they kind of stall. You know, we're not going to see any depreciation in this area. So don't think that. Not anytime you know, soon. Yeah. Just, if the house was 240 rolling into Christmas, it's 240 coming out of Christmas. It's not going to be 235, you know. <laughs> right. but, Anything is going to go up. <laughs> but yeah, but it, if it's if it's 240 rolling into June, it may be 260 rolling out of July. Right. You know, right. so um, there is a big difference. And, you know, our appreciation in this area is mostly gained during the summer. You know, but um, and that's why mm-hmm. that's why people that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's people don't understand that, you know, we've been conditioned. It's like the car business. You know, everybody thinks if you go the last day of the month, you're going to get this great deal. 
Right. right? They, why? why? That's what we've been told. Sure. Right? And what happened was is you may, but honestly, you could go a week before that. It just depends on the day. I was in the car business. Some days you, you're more aggressive than others. So it doesn't matter if it's the last day or not. The only thing that matters yeah. is that salesperson's more excited because he's got to hit a bonus. Right. But the dealership doesn't care either way. You know, it's the same thing with a house. You don't have to wait until March to start looking, you know. So, so right now you're saying is actually a really good time to buy a house. Yes, because again, and the reason why is because the rates are low. You're not competing against as many people. And the, all of the economists out there are going, because we've, we've been hearing, you know, recession for about, what, a year now? Right. Well, it's, it, it, because people are like, you know, everything that goes up must come down. Right. So everybody's like, it has to happen. Well, now the economists are looking at the data and going like, well, it doesn't look like it's going to happen in the next year or two. So it's pushed it out again. So, you know, so you're, you've got your good place economically, your good place as far as interest rates. So you can save money, get your house now while the taxes, you can kind of set your taxes low. You know, there's lots of advantages that I think people don't understand. If you have any questions about why, you know, we're kind of doing a big broad thing, but please reach out to me at 855-299-HOME. Give me a call. Um, that is a business hour phone. You know, I won't, I won't answer that on Saturday. Sorry, but give me a call and we'll sit down and talk about it in your situation. You know, everybody's situation is a little different. And like I said, I feel the biggest reason is people don't want to move their children. And if you really think about it, I think it's probably better. Makes sense. Yeah. So now you were talking that, uh, this is a good time to buy a house, but we were mm -hmm. talking last week and weeks prior that it's also a good time to refi. Yes. And interest know, rates are still good. Yeah, rates are coming back down. And why again is a good time to refi? You know, Just, so most, and when I say most, I'm going to say over 90% of everyone, when they make their mortgage payment, they pay their taxes and insurance with their payment. You know, and so we'll break that down. Let's just say you have a $1,500 house. You know, a thousand of that is the actual house. 400 is for property taxes and 100 is for homeowner's insurance. Okay. That's called escrowing your taxes and insurance. And so you make that $1,500. They save that 500 in, a, in an account. Mm -hmm. And then in December, they pay your taxes, you know, and in, in Austin, we have some pretty high property taxes, you know, uh, it's two and a half percent in the Austin area. It's over 3% in Fleurville, Manor. Uh, it's 2.9 in Hutto, Leander. So we, we, we pay a lot in property taxes. 2.9 2. is up in Hutto, right? Yes. That's yeah. It used to be 2.3 when I moved out there. It's 2.9 now. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but you got to think on a $300,000 house, that's nine grand, right? So you, if you, uh, finance your home during refinance your home during the summer, let's say in June, that's the sixth month of the year, they have to take that half of that, which is 4,500 plus a few more months. So they put about five grand or so on top of your loan to start a brand new escrow account for you. Now you'll be refunded it, but you're right. financing on the additional right. amount that's on there. You'll get your escrow back from your investor, but you have to then, but you have to add five to you know $7,000 on top of your mortgage. And the whole goal was to lower your payment. You're still lowering your payment, but just think if you do this in the-, the Take $5,000 off, how yeah, much lower that is? Yeah, yeah, you know, and so if you finance, if you refinance your home in December after the investor has paid your taxes, because most of them pay them between the 8th of December and the 17th of December. That's where most, you know, your big, your big investors, your Sinlars, your, your Chases, BBTs, they always pay during that time frame. So if you refinance after that time frame, then you don't have to set up a, you know, this big old escrow account. You just need two months reserve. So you're, you, instead of putting $7,000 on top of your loan, you're putting, you know, 900 
$1,100 on top of it. And that lowers your payment another, you know, hundred bucks. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's, that's why it's a great time to refinance. I always, December, January, and February is the time I've always over the last decade or so really pushed refinances for people because it saves them money. Okay. You know, the cash yeah. out person that needs money for cash out and all that sort of, it doesn't really matter as much um, to them. But if you, you know, most people refinance because they've decided they're going to stay and they want to, um, and they want to lower their payment, you know, and, and you got to think if you bought a house a year and a half ago, you're at 4.8, maybe five and an eighth percent. Today you're at three and a half. So you want to refinance. Why not do it at the time that where you save the most money, the biggest bang for your buck is to refinance in December, January, February. You have more time too, right? Absolutely. Well, yeah, we're, you know, you know, we don't need an inspection, but the appraisers aren't overwhelmed, you know, because during the summer, you know, everybody wants to close in 21 days and the appraiser's taking 15 because he's overworked. Right. Yeah. So everything happens a little bit quicker. You get a cheaper mm -hmm. rate. Mm -hmm. So uh, during the winter months, it's actually a good time for the consumer to buy a house, mm -hmm. refinance on that house. Absolutely. Yeah, that goes for all kinds of services. I mean, you know, if you want to get your house repaired, <laughs> yes, that's the time I, to go get it, right? Well, I mean, that's know. when everyone slows down. Yes, and that's what I, so I had some issues. I bought that house several years ago. I had some issues with the pool. I set something up and I had it worked on in February. And guess what? I saved like $3,000 because I had it worked on in February instead of having it worked on during the summer. Yeah, that's when everybody wants their pool repairs the summer, right? Right. Because you're going to use yeah. it. Yeah, right. You know, and and y'all so, just let the snake y'all had in it live there for a couple months. It was all good. You know, and he became part of the family. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, so I do a lot of things. I do a lot personally. I do a lot of, you know, big labor ticket jobs during that January, February because those people aren't working as much. Oh, that's, that's, it's yeah. great information. Yeah. Sure. Should, yeah. They were wanting to keep their guys busy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then sometimes they just, like you said, they're, they're, mm -hmm. they want to pay, they want to have them busy during that January, February because they're going to need them in August. They're going to need them in July. And so they just want to get them something out there doing. And so, sure. you know, making profit isn't as important as keeping the guys happy, you know? And so I, I hope that you've learned something about how to save a little bit of money in the last, you know, few minutes as far as that, because, you know, that's something that we believe highly in is teaching you how to save money. That's, it's great information. So thank you. Hey, folks, and you've been listening to Troy, White, and Colton at the home team. If you have any questions about anything you've heard, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME, and we'll be back in just a minute. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy Wyatt and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education, information, and entertainment. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we finance the American dream by turning houses into homes. Any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page. Oh, I always forget the, the, face, the Facebook. The Facebook. The Facebook. The Facebook. Facebook. On the WWW. Yeah. It's, it's a, a home team 512 on the Facebook, yeah. you know. Yeah, give us a comment. Uh, give us a like. And if you have any questions about anything you want us to answer, we'll definitely answer them there and here for you. You know, and this segment's about, you know, sports. sports. It's all sports, sports all the time. <laughs> you know, and uh, we, you know, the, the Longhorns had a, 
I don't want to say a scare. That was a rough start. But it was a, it was an interesting game. I'm going to say scare. Yeah, you know, it, it, I'm telling you, being in the stands and when they were down 14 to nothing. 14 to zero. Oh, and I turned the channel. They, I was like, we suck again. <laughs> it, yeah. it was tough, man. It was tough. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. They they couldn't, you know, maintain a drive. There, there was no hope. None. And then they and just... K-State came out yeah, firing, too. Yeah. They looked solid. Yeah, K-State was ready to win the game. You know, and, and K-State, they just beat Oklahoma two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they beat and them well. Fire, and they're fired up. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, they were riding the wave, yeah. for sure. And then they came out, and they put a drumming on Kansas. Mm-hmm. And then they came into Austin and said, hey, we're about to go 3-0. and And uh, Sam had something different to say about it. And Keontae Ingram. Yeah, Keontae had, oh, wow. had yeah, an amazing, amazing game. game. You know, yeah, yeah, 16 rushes for 139 yards. Yeah, yeah, That's an impressive game for the kid. Oh, that's and, great. And we were talking about this a little bit ago. It's that I think he's finally really healthy mm-hmm. for the first time since he's been here since probably week three of his freshman year. Yeah, because he, he enrolled early. Yep. Did he, no, yeah, yeah. Did he? he I want to say he enrolled early, if I'm not mistaken. I could be... 100% but he got wrong. dinged up and dinged up real quick, mm-hmm. and he never really fully recovered because he ended up being the man. Mm-hmm. Like his freshman year, he was yeah. he was the running back. Him and Trey Watson were yeah. the were the man. And uh, this year, last year, he had that you know break when Trey Watson was in games mm-hmm. to kind of recoup and stuff like that. He wouldn't have to take the full load. But this time around, he's he's the man, and he's he hadn't been solid. He was a workhorse. And he's, he, he, and exact, that's exactly what he, he is now. Yeah. And he, but he was hurt. I mean, he hurt his knee in, in, in train camp, mm-hmm. and he hasn't had a chance. But I think I really think sometime either just before or just after the Oklahoma game, he started feeling better. Mm-hmm. And he went from, you know, 10 carries to 15 carries. He went from, you know— Three yards to seven yards. Yep. You know, he just he's just feeling. And you, I'm telling you, it's the first time I've seen a burst. Yeah, and you know from him in this, a long time. This Kansas also, State game, he looked fast, powerful, and quick. Mm-hmm. I think the coaches cuts. are getting secure with him as well. That's mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah, probably. They're trusting him. Yeah. They're trusting him yep. more, right? And you know, trust goes a long way in sure. football. Yeah, you and the coaches finally are like, all right, you're the man. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, because he's been splitting reps with. A, a true, true freshman, freshman yeah. backup quarterback. Backup that, doesn't, that doesn't do Which well for the Which has done a good job. Oh, yes, absolutely. You, you did a really good job. But when you're the number one running back in the state coming out of your recruiting class and you have to split run, runs with a backup freshman quarterback, that'll do some damage to your confidence. <laughs> oh, yeah, your ego is definitely on, on full tilt right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, but but they pulled it together. They did. And, you know, they... Uh, this is the part that nobody realizes that K State went five of six on third down, mm-hmm. and then they went zero of five the rest of the game. Yeah, the defense stepped up. They did. Yeah, it, if it, it was, wasn't for a busted kickoff coverage, uh, you know, late at, early in the uh, fourth quarter, this would have been a blowout. You know, that was one of the most. That was one of the just mood swinging <laughs> sequences I've experienced in a while when it came to football because. Texas comes down, they go up 24 to 14. You're just like, yes, we're pulling away. We're going to do this. And then we kick the dang ball off and they return it for a touchdown. You're like, well, crap, we're back to a three-point game. This sucks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was just, yeah, but it was so funny. As it as he broke free around the 35-yard line, I just kind of like, yeah, he's going to score. Yep. Hey, I should have I known this was going to happen is kind of what popped into my head. Sure. I, you know, I just should have known it. And then, you know, they're still about to get off the field, third and long. They make a stop. But then the corner just just headbutts another player when he's not uh, looking. What was that? Freshman, <sighs> mistake. it's just that freshman yeah. in him. That's yeah. really what it was. He's 
He's just uh, mad because he was getting burned that was all game long on that sure. little on that little, little frustrated. Yeah. He got and a little he, frustrated. He, you know, he came out with a statement. He was like, you know, I, the, the, <laughs> he did. Don't get me wrong. There's times in my life you wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. You, oh yeah. You're not supposed to do it when the cameras are on. <laughs> well, the, fa- my, the best thing, <laughs> which is that I always, saw, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. This is true. The, the thing that I saw is that. We didn't allow. We allowed them less than sixty yards in the second rushing. Half. Oh yeah, total. No. Oh, but total game. in the second half, passing and and rushing was yeah. like fifty. Yeah, in they the had second half fifty-one total yards rushing, and they only had three hundred four total yards. But yet it's still offense. a three-point game. Yes. Yes. No. Absolutely. I. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. But special teams played into that. Right. That, that yeah. return. That's a whole drive they missed out on when it comes to yardage. Right. But mm-hmm. K State was also one of the top rushing defenses in the country. Mm-hmm. And, and they put up over 200 yards. Yep. Texas did a great job. Yeah, yeah. No, they and, did. And, a, you know, and that was a stellar game. Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah. I just don't want the the fans to not appreciate that that was a quality win. Oh, you yeah. know, that was a quality win. Even though it didn't, you know, it could have gone better, this and that, that was a quality win. I mean, they were ranked number 16 uh-huh. in the country. They'd just beaten a top five team just a couple of weeks ago. That was a great quality win. So Texas plays Iowa State at Iowa State. Uh, so, all right, what's this your, is what, the what game we've been talking about this all year. And yeah. Iowa State's bringing out the all black unis against the Stormtrooper unis. I, I'm excited it's about this. It's all black one. versus all white. Yeah. It's going to be a cool game. It, I wish it was at night, though. That would be so cool. But at the same time, I don't because it's hard to play at Jack Tri Stadium at night. Yeah. So, we, what's, your, what's your pick? Uh, Iowa State is picked to win by seven. They are five and four in the year, three and three in Big Twelve. But I'm picking Texas to win by ten. I like yeah. it. All yeah. right, what's I'm, yours? I think they're going to do it. Story? I don't know what it is, but they're going to do it. I got Texas to to cover uh-huh. and win by. I, I think they're only going to win by one or three. I think it's going to be the same kind three, of game. Last, three points is last, Yeah, I think it's going to be a very close game, and it's going to come down to exactly what we've been watching. Last minute, Sam Ellinger. You know, Mr. Dicker, the kicker, boom, 50 yards. Right. 50 yards, good. Hey, what about you, Wyatt? Hey, good question. I, you know, that's a tough one. I, I'm I'm, I'm going to go in between the two of y'all. I do, I do think Texas, come off this, they have a good running back who's healthy. Um, I think Texas by seven. And you know, Brock Purdy is ranked fourth in yards per game passing. Per game. And he's in a sophomore. Country. Wow. He's He, he is yeah. a dang good quarterback, and I, he's going to be – I think in the next two years, we're going to see an Iowa State quarterback in the running for Heisman. Um, I mean, because he, he's fast. He can throw the ball. He's he's impressive as a sophomore. So y'all were at the game. I was at home, and there was two games playing at the same time. And it was tough going between the two of them. Oh, LSU oh, so and, I and went Alabama. Total, I went total internet TV blackout on LSU Alabama. I told everybody around me so that they wouldn't tell me the score. We recorded because, you know, my wife's an LSU grad. And I went home and watched that game as it unfolded and did, had no idea what was going to happen. I and almost it was, ruined it for him at the game. It was, should have. It was, so we, we're, <laughs> we sit directly across from the big screen yeah. and the score pops up and you hear the crowd kind of like, yeah. And I go, oh my gosh, LSU. And he's like, ah, and ah stop it. Stop it right now. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. That yeah. was an awesome that game. Was a, that was a great game. And, you know, very seldom do one versus two really live up to mm-hmm. the hype. That one was it exactly did. the way it was. You know, LSU came out, put a put a stomping on them. Alabama clawed back in. They never really threatened, but they clawed back in to make it a good game. And, and that, that was not your yeah. typical Bama LSU game. Yeah. 46-41. Yeah. No. High scoring. Oh. No defense played whatsoever. So uh, two, do you think wait, two is... Wait, wait, so, <laughs> so, wait. So, so I love this part. So we're hearing the 46-41. Great game. Great quarterbacks. Awesome offenses. SEC. Now... 
whenever that happens in the Big 12. Twin Big 12 is bad defense. They, they play right. bad defense. The narrative. Right. Yeah, the narrative is so different when Alabama LSU wrapped and then up for And whenever there's a low-scoring SEC game, it's all oh, those defenses are so good. And then whenever there's a low-scoring uh, Big 12 game, it's like, man, those offenses suck. That's what happens when you're on TV all the time. It's, yeah, right. it's, it's the narrative. You can see the narrative going on this. And, oh, yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's interesting. I'll say so that. So, two is an um, injury. You think that was a, a, a problem? Oh, well, I will tell you that Feinbaum, which is the SEC's uh, mouthpiece, Homer. Homer, he has been pushing the fact that Alabama should get another shot because Tua wasn't ready. Good I Lord. told you that was going to happen. I, it's going to happen, but he has an injury. It doesn't mean that they get another chance. Yeah, that's, that's according, awesome. according Injuries to the SEC, are part of football. Uh, Injuries are part of it football. Does. Mm-hmm. It does. But it, right. it, it does. Yep. Because he wasn't at his best, we should see this game again. There were some times where he could have probably ran the ball into the end zone. Yeah, there was. I don't think it's fair. But they don't get a chance for it. It's not fair to LSU. No. They beat them. Yeah. They yeah. went into their own house and, and beat them. And beat them. Well, and that's one of those things you use as a um, a safety mechanism. You know, if you go in there and you lose, you're like, well, our quarterback was hurt. Right. And if you win, man, we won with a hurt quarterback. Look at that. <laughs> so either way, it <laughs> it's works been for used you. It's been used exactly. sports. It, it has. has. It's it has. One of the, you know, we're, we're on the topic of football, but I'm going to switch it over to basketball. Okay. Mm-hmm. The men's basketball team has started off 3-0. I, pro- I, I know 4-0 now. And Andrew Jones, he had his first in-game dunk this past week since that overcoming is, leukemia. That, that is, is one the of the best story that going. That's one nice. of the coolest stories okay. I've seen yeah. in a long time. And yeah. His first game back, he had 20 points. Career yeah. high. Didn't know that story. Yeah. That's they, awesome. And they went into Purdue, who hasn't lost a home game mm-hmm. in in like two, a year and a half. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been 18 straight home games they hadn't lost, and Texas went in there and beat them at their house. 70 to 66. Early yep. in the season, this is it's a different team. They, it's a big road yeah. win. I, I know y'all go to most of the Longhorn uh, football games. Y'all go to basketball games as I'll well? Hit, I'll hit a couple uh, up. I, I go maybe once or twice during the year, but I we like to watch them on yeah. TV. Yeah, sure. I watch yeah. I watch a lot of them, but I don't get to go to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fair it's enough. just hard Tuesdays and the, you know timings and stuff like that is very hard for me. To well, watch your wife that. already gave you the football season, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you got you got to pick your. Remember, battles. remember, I have a brood, That's so right. I have to kind of yes. He <laughs> doesn't want to get throat punched. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> again, and I was switching it over to a different sport again. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Texas had the number one recruiting. Uh, class in the entire nation in baseball. Yes. That got announced this week as that well. That does not surprise me. No, yes. and, and you know they're they're always a solid team. Texas is the most historic and just best baseball program their history overall is the best baseball oh, program yeah. i mean they've been there i can't i don't know the stats and everything but the coaches are famous ex- oh yeah absolutely i mean <laughs> augie Grito, rest in peace he has, he's one of the best records of all time one and now you can drink coaches. there now you, they start oh, serving yeah, beer yeah. Yeah. all right so there's a few more games we need to touch on we have indiana penn state penn oh, state rank number nine penn state all the way penn state yeah y'all going penn state okay all right wisconsin nebraska Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Number 23, Navy against Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. Okay. I'm, easy I'm going one. Navy. I love it. I love it. 12, Auburn at 4, Georgia. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Actually, no, it's at Auburn. <laughs> okay. Oh, then I'm going Auburn. I'm going Auburn. I'm going for the upset. I'm going Georgia. Yep. All Texas, right. Iowa State. What did, what did you say on I that I said one? Texas by 3. By 3? Okay. Texas yeah. 7. There you yep. go. You said... All right. All right. I did. Well, folks, it's been another edition of the home team with Troy White and Colton. And of course, our special guest, Kyle Nunley from Nunley Inspections. We thank you for being here. Thank you, Troy. Yeah. Wyatt, Colton. Absolutely. It's been great having you. Absolutely. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com and we'll see you next week.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 